0: Have you ever wondered if it's possible to live in sync with your cycle? Do you struggle with a negative mindset around your period? Are you wondering if it's possible to be feminist and anti-birth control? We're going to explore these questions and so much more in the Managing Your Fertility podcast because this is about helping you live a whole and full life. I'm your host and guide, Bridget Busacker, joining you in this journey of exploration related to women's health care, Feminism and fertility awareness. Are you ready? Let's get started. Ellen, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you with me today.
1: Thanks. I'm excited to be here.
0: So, before we get started, as part of this method conversation series, I'm really excited to have Ellen. She is an NFP advocate and she's located in the Bay Area of California. She hosts a podcast that you all need to listen to called Charting Toward Intimacy that expands the natural family planning conversation from a Catholic perspective. Ellen also speaks on natural family planning and fertility awareness at diocesan and parish events, as well as marriage preparation conferences. Ellen and her husband, Kurt, teach natural family planning through SymptoPro. Pro. Ellen, I'm giving this introduction. People are getting a sense for who you are, but tell us more about your story and why you became an instructor for SymptoPro. Pro.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I realized I just emailed someone this morning, like basically what I'm going to say right now. So I feel like I should just read that email. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you know, I, I kind of was in that typical, like, didn't get a very good intro to NFP, um, during marriage prep. And so therefore didn't use NFP immediately, um, in, when I got married and that is a really Im- unfortunate, um, stain on my past. I feel like, um, so I started with the pill and honestly, like our marriage was failing Fast. Like just a couple months and we were like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Like everything is going wrong. Um, and thank the Lord that we kind of figured out the pill was one of these issues that we were, um, having. And so, um, then we did the super smart decision and I'm being sarcastic here to, um, download a PDF from the internet and quote, learn NFP, um, from this sketchy PDF from the internet. Um, <laughs> And oh no! Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's it's bad. I yeah. This is why I advocate so much for NFP and learning from an instructor now. Um, so we learned NFP quote learned, um, and basically had no uh, confidence in the method whatsoever. It was essentially it was a single check symptothermal method that we learned, um, and because we had no confidence and we were really um trying to avoid pregnancy at that time it it basically ended up that we abstained like 90% of the time um which was terrible for our marriage and eventually we kind of realized okay we're still not doing it right something's still wrong um and thank the Lord again that my parish was, um, holding this meeting to, um, try to get more people in the parish involved in like promoting NFP within the parish. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to join this meeting because I love volunteering for things. And at that meeting, that's when I first learned that there are more than one different type of NFP or fertility awareness methods. Um, and that started us kind of on the trajectory of wanting to, um, become instructors. And so we took, an actual class, um, realized that we didn't know anything. And now, now we did (laughs) once we took the class, um, and then, um, wanted to become an instructor in that same method. The class that we took was a symptom pro class. Um, and yeah, we became instructors and we've been, um, teaching ever since, uh, just the beginning of 2020. So just about two years now.
0: I love how this story led from, you know, your own struggles and frustrations to now you teaching it and sharing the truth and the goodness. I mean, you have a podcast too, you know, and you're, and you're doing speaking events as well. So this isn't something that, you know, you just stayed in the frustration, you did something with it. And obviously, you know, God has used this for good too, and how you're sharing the goodness of NFP and also talking about the challenges and the struggles with how instruction is currently done in marriage prep and in schools and in other areas, which I think is so important because um, it's, it is so needed. And your story is one, um, that resonates and I think for resonates for many. And then it also, um, is a story that I've heard before where people are either frustrated, angry, or sad that they did not learn about fertility awareness sooner, especially as women that they weren't told this in middle school, in sex education, yeah. they weren't told this, um, in high school, in sex education, like it was all around where deodorant don't get pregnant. I mean, it was, it's really such a limiting conversation.
1: That's literally what it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also, like, here's a free pack of tampons, but we're not going to tell you how to use them. And so that was a fun experience.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's it's not education at all. It's just it's the most bizarre thing. So I'm just glad you're in this space and actually talking about it and building awareness around it because it's so needed. So with this series, I really want to get into understanding the different organizations that teach specific methods. So individuals actually have a sense for. What organization they want to reach out to, find an instructor. And like you said, you need to work with an instructor. I think you know, just your story of downloading a PDF and like, okay, we can do this ourselves. And you're like, no.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> you really work. can't. Please find an instructor. It doesn't have to be an instructor with symptom Pro. It just needs to be an instructor with somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I which it's so true. And I love that you talk about this as an instructor yourself of a particular method and with an organization that you really like and works well for you, um, to be able to say like, no, just find You need to find someone. I think that's huge. And I'm seeing that a lot more in the world of yes. NFP and instructors where they're like, it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be Creighton or Fem or Sympto Pro, but like, it needs to be someone and it needs to be credible and it needs to be ethically well done. And yes. someone who's trained <laughs> so tell us more like, what is Sympto Pro?
1: Okay. So SymptoPro Pro or like the official long name SymptoPro Pro fertility education. Um, it started as a program of an organization called Northwest Family Services, which is, um, located in Portland, Oregon. Um, and, uh, it was started by, uh, Mike and Rose Fuller. Well, the SymptoPro, Pro, not Northwest Family Services. Sorry. Um, Sympto Pro started by Mike and Rose Fuller. Um, and they, uh, collaborated with, Dr. Roetzer, um, who is kind of the father of the symptothermal method. Um, and so they developed kind of a program of instruction, um, and started to teach classes in 1977. Um, and then a couple years later, um, there that instructional approach was reviewed and approved by the USCCB. Um, and so uh, I, I believe it was in 2012 um, Sympto Pro actually kind of distinguished itself away from Northwest Family Services as its own kind of brand to just kind of let Northwest Family Services focus more on kind of what they do, which is um, a lot of like family stability, um, professional counseling, uh, parenting classes, things like that. So SymptoPro Fertility Education broke off um, to be like just specifically on the fertility awareness and the NFP um, classes and curriculum that they do. Um, yeah. So Sympto pro is a double check symptothermal method. Um, and I unfortunately only recently learned the difference between a single check and a double check symptothermal method. I didn't even realize that there was a difference and that I was like, teaching a double check versus a single check. But, um, the, the basic difference is that is the start of the, um, fertile window. A double check is going to cross check with mucus and your history of, um, fertility and the history of the cycles that you have, whereas a single check is only going to base it off of mucus. Um, and the reason, so a double check is a slightly more effective method because, um, some women have a much shorter mucus patch. And so, um, that, that, or they just kind of have a little bit less. Um, and so it doesn't show up as much in, um, something like a tissue exam. Um, and so, if that is the case, then you might not see mucus. You might not actually see physically mucus before you actually have mucus being secreted by the cervical crypts. Um, and so if you're just using a single check and you haven't seen mucus yet, you could still potentially get pregnant if that mucus just isn't seeable. Does that make sense? I thought yeah. that was like, no, I think it's helpful.
0: Bit. It's a little involved, but that's okay. I mean, again, this is why like you're giving an overview and this isn't meant to teach someone how to use SymptoPro on their own. Yes. This is just helping them understand like <laughs> what it would look like and what it would entail. So I that's fine yeah. that you're going into some detail. And if, and if someone listening like myself is like, well, I don't quite understand that. Well, that's why you work with an instructor.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come, so uh, come talk to me. I can explain that in more detail. <laughs> yeah. I love that.
0: I love that. So can you walk me through like how it works? I mean, you are starting to touch on that. Like, what are the symptoms that are tracked? What does charting look like? Um, you know, what's what does that process look like for someone going through their cycle using SymptoPro?
1: Yeah. So um, so a symptothermal method, any symptothermal method, uh single check or, or double check, is going to use the mucus sign as well as the basal body temperature. Um, so the biggest thing with a symptothermal method um is that you're gonna be taking your temperature every day at the same time, um, and like basically first thing in the morning when you wake up. Um, and then throughout the day, you're going to be kind of paying attention to the sensation that you feel um at the vulva. And that's don't worry if that like seems really confusing, as like what in the world is sensation? An instructor would walk you through like what that means and, and what you would be feeling for. Um, and then also you're gonna do something called a tissue exam every time that you go to the bathroom. And so that's basically just kind of like inspecting the tissue when you wipe. Um and kind of seeing what cervical mucus you have present there um, and the traits for that. and you'll categorize that into a couple of different categories, um, depending on the traits that you see. And then um, that that category of mucus is going to help you um, establish the fertile window.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So is it something that you do online, paper charting? What does that look like for someone who's going through the process of using Sympto Pro?
1: Yeah. So there's a couple of different options. There's of course, paper charts. I feel like almost every method like has paper chart options. Um, and I'm going to be honest, like from an instructor perspective, I love paper charts because that's what I was trained on. Um, <laughs> so I love looking at paper charts, but we also have, um, online options actually right now. So pro is, uh, transitioning, um, to fully embracing, um, the app, read your body, which is fantastic. I'm sure Bridget, you've mentioned it on the podcast before. Yeah, awesome. Um, and so, uh, Sympto pro actually has a specific, um, set of like, um, Oh, I don't even, what is it called? Like basically you can download the symptom pro setup of read your body. Um, and so it'll like automatically have everything set up for you like the terminology that we use and um what you would like need to be able to chart on that app for Symptopro um so i love that and my clients have been loving read your body i have personally been loving read your body um it's a really it's a fantastic app
0: that's awesome. That's so helpful to know too, that there's a couple of different options because I know sometimes when I have talked with them and they're like, Oh, I really love the idea of having a physical copy that I'm working on. And others are like, I really want an app. So it's just helpful right. to know that there are options that way for someone who's charting, because I think sometimes for some people, like that can be the deal breaker for, for, um, a method that they want to use an organization they want to work with. If it's like, Oh, they don't have an app. It's like, Oh, I don't want to use it. Or if they, you know, only use paper charting. It's like, Oh, that's totally what I want. I don't care about an app. So it's just like, I think it's helpful for, for people listening to know how that works.
1: Right. And sorry, I'm just going to jump in one more thing. There's a couple of other apps that I myself as an instructor, like I would let my clients, (laughs) that's my son. He's sitting on my lap. (laughs) he wants to join in the conversation. Um there's a couple of other apps that I myself as an instructor um would let my clients chart with if they wanted to um things like Kindara. Um and so it's it's also something that um can be up to the specific SymptoPro instructor. Um and so they might have other apps too um that they could suggest for you. Um so that's just that's just an option that we have as instructors. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome to know too. Um, How frequently would someone meet with you as a practitioner, as an instructor?
1: Yeah. So the basic um, approach that Pro has is there's um, three two-hour long classes that are at least two weeks apart. So they're about two to three weeks apart um, when you're learning. And so so in that initial phase, um, you're going to be taking the class and then having a follow-up either before or after the class, um, with the instructor. Um, so basically every like two weeks for the first, uh, three meetings. Um, and then after that, for the first six months, um, you're going to be checking in monthly. And so that could be, and, and that's, that's going to be really dependent on like how well you grasp, the class, um, if you just like took the class and you just got it immediately, then those check-ins are probably going to be really short. It's probably going to be something as simple as emailing your chart to the instructor saying, Hey, did I get this right? And the instructor going, yes, you did. You're fantastic. Um, or if, um, if you're having a hard time, maybe you're having a hard time figuring out sensation, or the rules are kind of um just not quite making sense to you right away, um, or you're having trouble like taking your temperature at the same time every day, um, then those monthly check-ins might be um like a phone call, they might be um a Zoom call, they might be in person to kind of go over the rules again um, or whatever it is that you need additional help with. Um, so it's really it's very much based on like what you as the client needs. Um for those first six months., um, and then Symtopro has kind of the uh, I, I don't know, the mantra, it's not a mantra, oh my gosh. <laughs> but one of our one of our things that we agreed to as instructors is that we have a lifetime of support. That doesn't necessarily mean that when you take a Symtopro class that for the rest of your life, you can have deep in-depth um, like meetings with, instructors, um, and take up tons and tons of tons of their time. Um, what that means is that when you take a symptom pro class, um, we, as instructors, either the instructor that you learn from, or you might be passed over to another instructor, like, let's say if that instructor um, retires or something like that, um, they'll do a quick chart check for you anytime. Um, like even if it's been a couple of years, um, but but not like an in-depth lesson again. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think that's super helpful just to distinguish what what support is available and what services are available to in working with an instructor, because I think that's something that individuals can get intimidated by. You know, when you first have those meetings and you're learning, that's great. It's like that follow up time, too. It's like, okay, well, what does that look like if I'm not understanding my cycle as much as I used to or things have shifted? I mean, it's so possible for as you're charting, like your hormones shift, your body shifting, you might be under stress. Maybe you're moving or, you know, something's going on. in your life that, you know, makes your chart look a little bit different that you need support with. So I think it's great to know how Sindo Pro is, is structured to be able to offer that. So individuals aren't finding like, well, okay, I worked with that instructor and now I'm on my own again.
1: Yeah. You're, um, you're never going to get left all by yourself. Um, Which Which is, is, which
0: is awesome. So if you're single, can you learn this method? Is this geared towards, um, couples? That's a question I get a lot. Like, Oh, these like working with an instructor and working with a method, like that's for like engaged people. Right. And I'm like, "Mm." no, (laughs) not necessarily. It's
1: it's such a good question. Um, the, the basic, um, instructional approach that is, that has been designed for symptom pro is definitely tailored toward couples. Um, that, doesn't mean that a single person cannot learn. Um, And I have definitely taught um, single women before. And what I usually do, if you're just looking to chart for health, um, is that you kind of just need the first class that we teach. Um, the second to go really more in depth into the rules and how to specifically find the fertile window and those kind of things, which if you're just charting for health, you don't necessarily need to find the, the fertile window and and all of that kind of stuff, especially if you're single. And um, so it's it's really just something that you would check in with the instructor and say hey look i'm i'm single i'm just looking to chart for health um and they they might do one of a couple of things. They might invite you to just kind of like audit the class itself. If you want to learn like all the rest of it, um, they might just have you like, what I do is okay. Come to the first class and then you don't need to worry about the other two classes. Um, and I charge a little bit less for that too, because again, you you're not needing the rest of the classes. Um, and then just having kind of regular follow-up after that. Um, and then another thing is, like, they might just work one-on-one with you to just kind of teach you some um, charting basics, how to um, chart with the symptothermal method, and um, and then just kind of do a little bit more customized follow-up from there.
0: That's awesome and super helpful for I think individuals to know who are listening who are. Single and trying to figure out what to do, or engaged and trying to figure out, like, okay, how does this work and what would this look like? Um, so, from your perspective as an instructor, this is a question that I, I'm, um, I'm finding a lot from women. You know, is it okay to meet with your with your instructor, including your fiance in that conversation? And oftentimes, I say, like, well, I think that's up to the discretion of each couple. But I get it enough that I'm so curious from your perspective as an instructor, what what you recommend or how do you help? Um, how do you help a couple? navigate that, um, and figuring out, okay, fiance or boyfriend, because sometimes I get the boyfriend. And I think that's also like an added, like layer too, and trying to figure out like what's most appropriate.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. I, I I think I have two different answers if it's fiance boyfriend or, well, I guess three fiance boyfriend or spouse. Um, so spouse like if you're married and you want to learn NFP, I, I don't necessarily require your husband to be there, but I highly encourage it, um, because it's really important to be a team, um, as you're doing NFP and in your marriage, if you're using NFP, um, it's really important for your spouse to know, you know, what is it that you're charting? Um, what, what are the rules and they can kind of help you too. If, if you're coming across something that's a little bit confusing, um, if your spouse took the class with you, they can be like, Oh, Oh, remember there's that rule for this, like this specific thing that happened, um, or something like that. So I, when you're married, I just highly, highly encourage it. Um, and obviously special circumstances and, um, in certain situations, I I would never turn away someone if their husband couldn't come. Um, but I highly encourage it as far as engaged. I would also highly, highly encourage, um, your spouse to be, to come to the classes as well. Um, because for, for a couple of reasons, one, um, all of the reasons that I just said with, um, being married and using NFP in your marriage as a team. Um, but then the other thing is that as, as an engaged couple, um, you guys are, preparing to get married and you're preparing to, um, do some hard things in your marriage. Um, and NFP is going to be one of those hard things that you do in your marriage. And it's going to be harder if one of the people doesn't know how to do it. (laughs) Um, so I really highly encourage that now with a boyfriend, it's kind of a different situation. Um, if you're not engaged, you're not necessarily, um, like going toward marriage. You might have talked about it. Um, but, but you might not be in that situation. So I think it would really depend on the relationship that you have. Um, let's say you are, um, you guys are dating and just kind of like not quite engaged yet, but you've, you've already talked about it and you're, you're planning on it in that case, come to the class because again, it's going to be so helpful to know that information. Um, if, you are um, a woman who is uh, dating a young man and um, maybe you guys just started dating, I would say probably don't invite them to the class because it might be a little awkward. Um, and that might not be appropriate for the relationship that you have. Um, so I think it would really just depend on the on the relationship that you have if you are still just in that dating um, period of time. Um, I think it's it's important for men and, and young men to know about fertility awareness, but an entire NFP course for an unmarried man might be a little much.
0: <laughs> Super helpful. Super helpful because this is something that I think can be challenging. I think your answers are great. I think it, it's something that Women are trying to figure out, you know, like, how do you involve this person who you care about in your life? And like, you're just at, you're at different stages in your relationship when it's a boyfriend versus a fiance versus a spouse. And I love what you said for being married. You know, this is one of those hard things that you're going to do together. And it's, it's not um, something that I think is said often. Um, And I think sometimes if, if you're in the world of fertility awareness, NFP and social media, you either see like the high highs or the low lows being shared about. And I think sometimes that can be really intimidating um, to see like either a very rosy colored painting of NFP or a really like hard, dark and, and everybody's experience is different. Sometimes you might have a mix of both. Sometimes throughout your marriage, you might have those ups and downs and that's okay. And I think the biggest thing is just like talking about it and acknowledging that some people have a rosy, beautiful experience and that's awesome. And some people don't, and that's okay too. Um, and so I think in that process of working with an instructor, it helps have that extra support when you're going through the process, when you are in maybe a a valley or not, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's beautiful and going well, but to have that additional support outside of your marriage is just so helpful to make sure that you're living it out. Well, it's making sense. It's not causing more stress or harm to your marriage than good.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So what is the, the failure rate for postpartum and, or for nursing, um, in the space of some and I don't, I don't love saying failure rate, but it's, I know it's the technical term used in research for basically like, what does it look like if you're postpartum or nursing and potentially getting pregnant using, um, using this method?
1: Yeah. So that it's a really hard question to answer because unfortunately there is so little research about like what. about just fertility awareness in general. Um, and so, so I think I'm just going to kind of walk you through like what NFP postpartum looks like for a symptothermal method for symptom pro. Um, and I think that'll help because again, it's, it, the failure rate quote, or the effectiveness rate is extremely based on the person charting and how kind of dedicated you are to charting because charting during postpartum is one of the most difficult times. I would say um, postpartum and um, perimenopause would be the two most difficult times. So postpartum charting um, for a symptothermal method is going to be um, just a mucus only method essentially um, because the the thermal part of symptothermal method, um, basically your basal body temperature is going to rise after you ovulate. Um, when you are postpartum, you haven't ovulated yet. Um, and so you are looking for, um, mucus because mucus is going to be, um, it's going to appear when estrogen rises and estrogen rises, um, leading up to ovulation, but when you're postpartum estrogen is going to rise and fall and rise and fall and frustratingly rise and fall many, many times before you start cycling again. Um, so, um, the, there's kind of two different spots for, um, postpartum for symptothermal method for the first 12 weeks. Um, as long as a woman is meeting the, um, requirements for something that we call intensive breastfeeding, which I'm not going to go through those requirements right now. Um, you would just talk with an instructor about that as long as they're meeting the requirements for intensive breastfeeding, um, the first 12 weeks postpartum, um, the mere fact of intensive breastfeeding is sufficient to be certain of infertility, regardless of signs. Um, now post those 12 weeks, um, you're going to apply something called um, the basic mucus rule. You're be looking for mucus and um, and mucus only um, through tissue and sensation, um, and the the effectiveness rating, the perfect perfect use effectiveness rating of um, using this this basic mucus rule um, is again in the range of ninety to ninety nine percent. But that range is very confusing because there's very little research about it. Um, and so it's, it's very much dependent on um, how well you as the um, user <laughs> uh, is, how well you are charting um, and how closely you are working with an instructor. I highly, highly encourage um, during that postpartum time, like check in with your instructor like every week. They understand that you need that much support um, and they will help you through that time. And it's it's not annoying to the instructor. They want to support you in that um, because it can be a really challenging time. So I'm sorry, I don't have like a clear cut answer for that, but
0: <laughs> no, this is so helpful. And I think it's really great to explain why, you know, there isn't as much research and, and that's definitely in part two. Um, just where fertility awareness is positioned in the medical community. I think there's a desire to have more of that and also explaining how woman's body is working. And so how, how does a method adapt to, you know, not having as much research as needed. And then also seeing like the needs for, for women and for couples, if you're looking to abstain and avoid a pregnancy, okay, what does this look like to be able to utilize a method postpartum and feel successful in it and feel like, okay, you're in a, in a space where your, your body is, you know, respected in this way and you're allowing it to have that rest and healing time too for recovery. Um And that's not to say that's, you know, how every person's experience has been. And so I want to be sensitive to that, but I think, you know, that final point that you made of making sure to work with an instructor and you're not annoying them is so huge. And this is coming everybody from an instructor saying this. So I think to yeah, you're not going
1: to annoy me if you email me every week with your chart and ask if you're doing it right.
0: Yeah. Because postpartum is overwhelming when you're trying to chart and figure out what's going on and you're healing and you're, you're learning your body and what it, what it looks like now now as someone that has has changed and has gone through very physical, real changes. I know for us, we talk to our instructor a lot and yeah. it's great. It's great to know that she, you know, has that disposition of just receiving and just saying like, okay, what questions do you have Like, yeah, Do you want to meet? Um, and just having that is so helpful because it, it helps to know like, okay, I'm not being a burden. It's like, no, you're paying for this service. This person has this job for a reason because they want to help you succeed. And to know that I think, and just making sure that that really, I think it's ingrained and no knowing that like, it is okay to reach out to your instructor at any time with questions is huge. Yes. <laughs> so does insurance cover the cost of working with a SymptoPro Pro instructor or working with this method? Do you know, if some, and I know, I know insurance is kind of a wild place. It's the wild West, but I, I know every method is a little bit different and every insurance company is a little bit different.
1: Um, yeah, I would say for the most part, probably not. Um, but I would just, always check in with the instructor. Um, insurance is not something that I do personally. Um, I am just, that's, that is a whole nother ball game. Um, but there might be some instructors who um, have gone so far as to start working with insurance companies and um, and figuring that out. So I, I would just check with the instructor that you're interested in learning from. Um, and they may have a different answer than I do.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Um, so last couple of questions here for you, what is the training of a SymtoPro pro instructor look like?
1: Yeah. So, um, so a symptom pro instructor has to first go through a symptom pro class needs to like have definitely experienced, um, that specific class. Um, even though, uh, like symptom pro and couple to couple league are very, very similar. Um, that wouldn't count. Um, And then they're going to go through a couple month long, um, instructor training program, um, which is going to involve videos as well as a pretty hefty textbook, um, that you are going to actually read from cover to cover. Um, I never did that in college. And then I became an instructor. I was like, wow, look at this. Look at what I read through, um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> once you finish the course, um, and that's going to take, um, anywhere from, you could probably do it as quickly as about 10 to 12 weeks. Um, and you have up to about six months, I believe to, um, to finish the course. Um, then you're going to move into the supervised practicum, uh, part of it. So at that point you can teach, um, but you are teaching under supervision, um, and that, so that's going to last for about eighteen months. Might be a little bit less, might be a little bit more, depending on kind of how quickly you can get clients. Um, but basically, you are uh, an a potential instructor. You well, you are an instructor at that point. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little frazzled. Um, you are an instructor at that point. You are just under supervision, um, and you need to teach uh, six different clients and help them through six charts each um, in a variety of uh different categories. So, you know, things like typical cycling um, as well as, you know, you know, non-typical short, non-typical long, um postpartum, post-hormone, um, those kinds of categories. And so once you have uh led six different clients through um six charts each then you're going to take a nice hefty test. Um, and as long as you pass said, nice hefty test, um, then you become a certified center pro instructor.
0: Awesome. I love asking this question because I think for a lot of people who are just learning about fertility awareness and NFP there, that question comes up a lot. Like, well, what does the training look like? Is this legitimate or not? Especially when you haven't, like we were talking about this before getting record, you know, if you haven't heard about this ever until like marriage prep, it's like, how is this legit? Is this even a thing that I can do? Like, how is this not some witchcraft? And it's not, I mean, there are extensive training um, options involved depending on each method, you know, it's going to look a little bit different, Um, but it's definitely involved training because this isn't just something like someone takes an online test passes it and doesn't have any type of, you know, training, monitoring, check-ins with a higher up, like it's involved, which is really, really good.
1: Exactly. Yes. Um, and and know that like w- at least for SymptoPro, but I would say for pretty much any of the methods that Bridget's going to be um, talking through on this series, um, these instructors have seen hundreds of charts before they've seen yours. And even if they are, even if you're their first client, they have still seen hundreds of charts because that's part of the training is. Is working on practice charts um, and going through them. So just know that, like, even even if you have an instructor who's like fresh out of their, you know, class, or and you're their first client, they are still highly qualified to be teaching you.
0: Yeah. Which is awesome. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you note that too, because I think that can be a fear of like, well, okay, if I'm the first client or their first couple of clients, like how do I know they're going to be able to handle this? It's like the training is extensive. The training is extensive. And I think that's too, why it's so important to work with an instructor who is part of a formalized method organization and yes. training program. Someone who has trained themselves is not an instructor that you want to be working with. And I don't care who hears this and gets mad about it. It's true. You have it's to be true. going through a formalized program. If you're not, you're working with someone who's hodgepodging the data any more than you would be hodgepodging the data. And that's, it's not okay. You want it to be rigorously, um, have that rigorous experience and gone through rigorous education around that and having the, the data and the science behind them as well. Um, because there have been crazy enough comments of, you know, some people who hodgepodge methods together and become an instructor that they don't like how effective some methods are and things like that. That's a whole separate conversation. <laughs> and one that I'll recommend listening to our ethics conversation that I did with Lauren Vitali on that came out a little bit earlier, um, because that's, that's a really important aspect. Um, and I always like to highlight education and why it matters.
1: Yes. yes. Okay.
0: So Final, final couple questions for you, you here. How can a woman find a practitioner or instructor? I know the language is a little bit different. It differs based on each method, but for an instructor with SymptoPro, do, do do you offer a database? Um, what does it look like to find someone with SymptoPro? I know people could reach out to you specifically, um, but I don't know if they're looking for someone in their area or wanting to chat more. What does that look like?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, so on the SymptoPro website, which is Simtopro.org, super easy. Um, there is a find an instructor button and there is a listing of, um, basically it's not technically all of the instructors. It's all of the instructors who want to be listed there. Um, so, but those are, you know, all of the active instructors, um, and you can search through and like specifically pick your state, um, and find a local instructor. Um, although I would also mention as well, like most, Most instructors beyond just Symtopro, like most instructors in in a lot of methods have moved to doing online classes as well as in-person ones. And they work incredibly well. um, And in some cases work even better. So, um, you know, don't feel like you have to find an instructor in your area. Um, You can really reach out to any instructor and and just ask, hey, do you do Zoom classes? Um, Can I learn from you? And most likely they do.
0: (laughs) Awesome. That's that's really great to know. And I think the movement towards online options is huge because that just increases accessibility for people to be able to work with instructors so much, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, is Sympto Pro also has a um, self-paced online course. Um, and I, I actually, I normally wouldn't like an online course, but this one's really cool because um, it has the pre-recorded lesson, but When you take the course, you are assigned to an instructor. And so you have personalized follow up, even though you're not taking a class from an instructor live. Um, so you're watching the, the video and then you are following up with an instructor and instructor is checking your charts and answering your questions. So that online class that we have, um, is, is fantastic as well. So if you, um, if you need to get started right away, um, and the instructor that you want to teach, isn't going to, you know, doesn't have another class for another couple of weeks or something like that, that online option is a great option.
0: That's awesome to know. That's huge. That is huge for someone who, you know, is maybe struggling with scheduling or needs to watch like late at night, early morning exactly. um, in the afternoon or something. That's huge. That's awesome. Um, so when picking SymptoPro, Pro, if you, if a woman is deciding, okay, or a couple is deciding they want to choose SymptoPro, what questions are helpful to ask to see if it would be a good fit for, um, for their lifestyle?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I, I'm really big on making sure you know about a symptothermal method is that you are going to need to take your temperature um, at the same time, roughly the same time every day, within about an hour on either side, or within about a half hour on either side. So within about an hour range. Um, and so if you are someone who works shift work um, or has a really um, like changing schedule, um, a symptothermal method is going to be a little bit more difficult to do. You can absolutely still, um, get decent basal body temperature readings. If you, uh, do something like working shift work, um, it just is a little bit harder. Um, and if you're in that case, um, I would suggest something like a temp drop thermometer that like automatically takes your basal body temperature for you. Um, that's a wearable thermometer that you wear when you sleep, um, things like that would make it a lot easier. So it's just good to know, like, do I have a fairly typical schedule in that case? Symptothermal method is going to be really, really doable for you. Um, you know, sorry that this little boy is really wants to get in on this conversation. Um, another question that I would, um, ask is, you know, how kind of committed am I to charting? Do I, um, you know, am, am I like, do I want to chart everything that's possible to chart and get all the data? Or do I want kind of a more simplified, um, process or just kind of charting the charting a couple of things? Um, and I would say that that, that question would be something to then discuss with the Sympto Pro instructor, um, because Sympto Pro kind of offers like a lot of different options for like, if you want to just chart really simply and just do like super basic things, or even if you just want to do temperature, you can with Sympto Pro, that is absolutely possible. Um, and then on the flip side of that, if you want to, you know, if you want to chart, temperature and mucus and sensation, and you also want to chart cervix and you want to chart how high it is and how, um, like the mucus at the cervix, and you want to chart how soft it is and how firm it is and all, how open it is and how close it is. You can do all those things too. And that can give you even more data. Um, so that's not exactly a question to ask yourself, should I do SemtoPro or not? Um, that's more just like, what do I want to get out of SymptoPro? <laughs>
0: That's really helpful, though, because I think, um, you know, so often women are struggling with, like, how do I discern what method is the best for me? Like, what questions do I ask myself? And so I think just building out a little bit of a framework for those listening to say, like, okay, here are some things to consider as you're thinking about this so that as you're comparing, contrasting, what methods are available and which one you think would resonate best for you, your lifestyle your health, what you're looking for and creating, you know, hopefully less stress, not more stress, because that that's a reality too, with a method, like sometimes there's a method that is just more stressful. And then, you know, seasons change, your body's changing, you realize like you want to switch and maybe that method isn't as stressful as it first was when you were using it. You know, it's just the opportunity to work with different methods and instructors is huge and it's available. Um, And so I think just being able to better understand what it would look like to work with symptom prone questions to ask yourself is so good. So good.
1: Yeah. You know what, Bridget, I I'm sorry. I forgot that I had one more question, um, to ask yourself is, you know, if you are looking for a method that has medical management, um, this is probably not the method for you. Um, not that you can't find a doctor who will read SymptoPro charts. It's just that you are more likely, um, with a method like Creighton or Fem to have a doctor who specifically knows how to read your charts and how to, you know, kind of help you through specific health issues. So if that's what you're, if you're specifically looking for medical management with fertility awareness, um, SymptoPro is probably not the method for you. SymptoPro is fantastic for, you know, general fertility awareness. Um, you know, it works with, with, typical, non-typical cycles. If you have long cycles, if you have short cycles, we have specific protocols for that. We have specific rules for that, but if that medical management portion is very important to you, um, it's going to be a little bit harder to find a doctor to work with, um, with symptom pro.
0: Okay. That's really helpful to know for those who are listening. And that's an aspect that they need to include in their in their charting and their experience. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else, Ellen, that you want to include or do you think we've covered everything around symptom pro for today?
1: I I think we have covered it all. <laughs>
0: Awesome. This has been such a great conversation. I've learned a lot because I really wasn't as familiar with Central Pro. So this was really helpful for me. And just I love talking to different instructors and just better understanding how their organizations are, are working and what the method that they're teaching looks like. And this is just really helpful to be able to share this with listeners here as they're discerning what method would be the best one for them. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for being an instructor. It's a huge <laughs> job. It's a huge undertaking. So I'm really grateful that you do this as well and you serve women in this way and couples in this way. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Bridget. I had so much fun talking to you today. Thank
0: you so much for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends and help expand the conversation around women's health. If you'd like to learn more about fertility awareness, visit www.managingyourfertility.com for more information, resources, guides, and so much more.